Tracking your website data with Google Analytics is a must, but it will do you no good if you don't understand the metrics. Knowing where people leave your site is a good place to start. So let's discuss bounce rate versus exit rate. And now it's time for some more DIY SEO tips with Jennifer Rogina. So Google defines bounce rate as the percentage of single page sessions in which there was no interaction with the page. Bounces are sessions where a user visits your website and then leaves. They don't interact or continue. Instead, they close the window, type a new URL in the browser address bar, or click the back button. Now Google defines exit rate or percent exit as the number of exits over the number of page views for the page or set of pages. It indicates how often users exit from that page or set of pages when they view the page. So what that means is bounce rate is the percentage of people who visited the page and immediately left. Whereas exit rate is the percentage of all exits from that page. Okay, so let's dig into some of the differences between these. So they're calculated based on different sessions. So for any given page, the bounce rate will be calculated based on sessions that entered on that page. But the exit rate will be calculated based on all sessions that viewed the page. The bounce rate won't be calculated if multiple pages are viewed. Bounce rate is calculated when the page the user views is the only page in the session. Exit rate is calculated anytime a user exits, which could be after one page or 10 pages. Now, all bounces are exits. A bounce rate indicates a user visited one page of the site, then left. Not all users will bounce, but all users will eventually exit. Bounce rate and exit rate do not affect each other. These metrics may seem similar when you first hear about them, but they are not related to each other. A page with a high percent of exit could have a low bounce rate. It's very possible that a page at the end of your funnel could have a high percent exit because people aren't ready to commit. But it's unlikely many users would enter the site that far in the funnel, so that page would have a lower bounce rate. Which one is more important, bounce rate or exit rate? Both of these metrics are important. They work together to give you a better picture of where you are losing people on your website. Depending on the page and the question you're trying to answer, one can be more important to you at that time, but it's contextual. It's not beneficial to try and rank them in general. And how do they impact SEO? So bounce rate can have a negative impact on search engine rankings. Exit rate has no impact, positive or negative. So when a user visits your website from a search engine result, then goes right back to the search and clicks on another listing, this is called pogo sticking. So this is what causes bounce rate to have a negative impact on your SEO. If a user views your website, then leaves right away to view another result, that means your website wasn't a good fit for the query. If this happens enough times, Google will adjust the results so the pages that users are spending more time on are increasing in rank. 
So Google doesn't look at your Google Analytics data. They're not actually using your bounce rate metric to measure the effect of pogo sticking, but that metric is the best way for you to identify if people are finding what they need on your landing page, on your website, or if they are needing to go back and find a different source in Google. Okay, so now let's talk about how we can view these metrics in Google Analytics. So to view the overall bounce rate for your site, you just go to Audience and then Overview, and you'll see several metrics listed on that page. Towards the bottom, you'll see the bounce rate metric. You can also view the bounce rate of individual pages. So to do that, you'll want to go to Behavior, Site Content, and then All Pages. And you will see there is a bounce rate column on that chart. So you can see the overall bounce rate at the top and then view the metric by page. And to view the exit rate, you'll navigate to behavior, site content, and all pages. And then you'll also see that there's a column there that says percent exit. And this will show you the exit rate by page. And how can you improve these metrics? So now you know what the bounce rates and exit rates are, you've reviewed the data for your pages in Google Analytics, but how can you improve these metrics? Okay, so first let's talk about how you can reduce your exit rate. So one tactic you can use is to add internal links. Add some text links in your articles that link to other pages on your website. This encourages readers to stay on the site by viewing more relevant articles. And the other thing you can do is have your external links open up in a new tab. So don't confuse your users by sending them to a different website. There's nothing wrong with adding external links, but have them open in a new tab. That way, when they close the new website, they don't mistakenly close your website as well. And to make a link open in a new tab, just add target equals underscore blank in the anchor tag. And if you want to just copy and paste that, click the link in the show notes, and I have an example right there. Okay, and now how you can reduce your bounce rate. So the first thing to reduce your bounce rate is to do those same two tips we just talked about to reduce your exit rate. So add internal links and make sure that your external links open in a new tab, and that will help reduce your bounce rate as well as exit rates. Next is optimize for mobile. Make sure your website is optimized for the device your audience wants to view it on. This means make sure your website is mobile friendly. The menu system should be usable on a mobile device and buttons should be large enough to click with a finger. Also, make sure your call to action is obvious on both mobile and a desktop. Next is improve your page speed. So no one wants to wait for your website to load. A slow website is a great way to get a user to bounce and go back to the search results to find a faster website. You can use Google Page Speed Insights to get an idea of what you can do to improve your page speed. And again, for that link, go ahead and just click the link in the show notes and all the links that we discussed in this episode will be in the show notes. And then lastly, remove intrusive ads and audio. So do you have pop-up ads or videos that automatically start playing when a user visits your website? Try removing them. Run a split test to see how it impacts your bounce rate. Popping up an ad immediately when a user lands on your website is a good way to get a user to bounce. Instead, try popping up the ad after the user has been on the page for a certain length of time or when they go to exit the page. If you have a video play automatically, make sure the sound doesn't start. 
This can be a jarring experience. Since the user isn't expecting it, their instinct is to press the back button. Okay, and then just a quick tip here, add an event if your website actually benefits from a bounce. So there are a few instances where a bounce is a good thing. Some pages intentionally include no internal links, so the user is more likely to fill out a lead gen form. The goal of the site is for the user to visit that page and that page only and fill out the form. In that case, you'll want to add an event so you're capturing the form submit. You can indicate that the event should count as an interaction, so users that take that action won't be counted in the bounce rate metric. This would most likely happen when you have a landing page related to an ad. You want the user to go directly to that page, and if it's a lead gen page, if you want them to fill out a form as the primary call to action, they're not clicking any other buttons to open any other pages. So they would be counted as a bounce if all they're doing is going to that page and then leaving. So when you add a Google Analytics event to the form submit button, you could just identify that it is an interim interaction, and then Google Analytics will know that they did interact, they did not bounce, and therefore they will not be counted in your bounce rate metric. Okay, and then what is a good bounce rate? So bounce rates vary greatly by industry and your targeted audience. The best way to determine if your bounce rate is good is to compare it to your historical bounce rate. So is it better or worse than it was for your website previously? You can compare date ranges in Google Analytics. I'd recommend comparing it to the previous year to rule out any seasonality trends. If your bounce rate is lower than it was last year, that's good. Just to get a quick idea of average bounce rates by industry, retail sites normally have between a 20 to 40% bounce. Um, simple landing pages are going to have between a 70 to 90% bounce rate. Content websites normally have between about 40 to 60%, and lead generation websites have between about a 30 to 50% bounce rate. But don't get too caught up with those metrics. The most important thing is to compare it to yourself and identifying if your website is improving your bounce rate metric or if you need some work in that area. So there you have it. Those are the main differences between bounce rate and exit rate. So those are just two of the important metrics in Google Analytics that you want to keep an eye on just to have an idea of how your site is performing. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed this, please subscribe. This episode was brought to you by ClearPath Online, a DIY SEO tool for your website.